This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Welcome to Rockcast, the podcast that explores the intersection of technology, ministry, and community with Rock RMS. I'm Emily Foreman, and with me today are John Edmiston and Nick Erdo. Nick, let's talk about where we are with version 16. All right. Yeah, version 16 has gone through a second round of alpha testing. Uh, we just had a little extra um, desire to crank it through the alpha testers one more time because there were a number of things that they found and that's good and we're being a little cautious which is also good so we are about to go to beta so by the time this podcast comes out we may already be in beta that's exciting um it's always nice to see the extra fit and finish that the testing teams help us provide yeah now one of the things that isn't quite um seen if you go look at the release notes is we haven't published the v15.2 release notes and we're probably going to do a v15.2 next for anybody that's kind of stuck on version 15.2 there's a number of fixes in there but those fixes are all in version 16 so they've all been tested basically for the most part so there will be a very fast v15.2 alpha round soon so yeah it's been active and exciting yeah we actually it's starting to get a little difficult because we have all these versions and things are moving quickly. And so we are working on, um, I don't know if we have the exact name for it, but it's a release kind of roadmap, but it looks backwards and forwards. So you have a little bit more clarity on when a new release might be coming. And you can also know like in the back, going backwards, like, you know, what major releases are like end of life. And um, it was just getting a little messy on the release notes. Plus, we still didn't have all the information we wanted to, to portray. So we were kind of moving that around. So look forward to some changes there fairly soon. I'd say in the next probably two weeks, we'll have that done um, probably sooner. Um, but there'll be a lot more transparency and you'll be able to know like, is 15.2 really going to come out? Because there's always one dot release that mm -hmm. never gets released. Because yeah. as soon as we release one, we have to have another branch ready for anything that comes. But if nothing big comes, all, that last one will just be left behind and all that stuff gets moved to the next major release. And then the, the exception being if there's a security update and it's still one of the supported versions, we'll usually do yeah. it right there. So that was a look back at 15.2. Let me look forward for a moment to like version 17 and beyond just to say that we do have a change coming um, with the removal of support for a Redis caching backplane. Now, if that means nothing to you and you've never heard that before, you can safely ignore what I just said. It doesn't <laughs> impact you. There's only a handful of churches that use a Redis uh, caching backplane. And it was kind of an older uh, approach before we had a rock web farm concept. John, yeah. you want to touch on that? No, nah, it's it, <laughs> the, the number of churches that this impacts, is you like, can count it on one hand if you had lost three fingers in the war <laughs> so there we go yeah. enough said uh and even those two don't 
aren't they shouldn't be using it it's, it there's no need for it and the the farm takes over all that so much easier yeah yeah and then the other change is which you've heard many many times by now the removal of the uh dot liquid lava engine is coming next not to be confused with the removal of the legacy lava support that was in version 16 so v version 16 um you should no longer be using the legacy lava but the dot liquid lava engine is going away so your only option is fluid yeah so don't postpone don't put that off i see a lot of people pushing that off and it that problem only gets bigger the more you lava you write so just get it done it doesn't take that long it just takes a little bit of effort there's plenty of documentation that's been written on how to help transition so in several blog posts just do it plus it's going to increase your performance of your, of your system so i mean that alone should be enough to do it but that alone isn't enough so in 17 you will be forced <laughs> to you will not be able to update so that's uh that's all i have to share all right that's exciting you know what else is exciting we have a big birthday coming up around here that's right rock's birthday october yes so in 2024 we'll be celebrating the 10th birthday of rock rms that's a really exciting birthday we have a lot of things planned we're, we're just really looking forward to the recognition of everything that's been done by the core team, the community, and and God's hand in all of it. So a couple things we really want to make sure you know. It is coming up. We have the, the 10th birthday of Rock. Also, our conference that year will be a great big birthday party. So we'll be celebrating uh, that Rock has turned 10. We'll be doing that by really digging into our event and making sure that we are adding some new and exciting elements to it, some more content for people on your teams that may or may not have been to the conference before. Um, so this is something you don't want to miss. And to help with that, we've actually created a lightning round price discount for the conference. So if you register before the end of this month, I think September 29th, uh, it expires. We have a lightning price of $649 for your ticket. So make sure to get those tickets now so that you're booked, you're ready for the party, and you don't have to check that off the list later. There will be plenty of other things to do later on, but get those conference tickets now. If you've ever been to a rock a conference, um, you definitely want to come back. And if you've never been and are waiting for the year to come, this is it. Uh, so make sure and get those tickets. Yeah, and strategically, we're, we are changing up the conference a little bit. Our mm -hmm. goal, we're just going to put it out there, and we'll see. We're going to we're already working really hard on this. Is to get a thousand people to the conference. Mm -hmm. Now, the way we're going to do that is not to just try harder and and push harder and and um, talk more about it. We will do that, but that's not our. That's not how we're going to get to that number. We are strategically looking at the conference and how do we provide more. Um, types of tracks. And so we're really going to be focusing strategically and adding three new tracks. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. So if you like what's there, you're going to get that plus a track for generosity and, and giving a track for uh, communications, which I feel like with that door is already half open. Like mm -hmm. we're, we, we did a last two years, we've had pretty good content there, but we're going to just take it the full way. And then the third track um, would be uh, for engagement and discipleship, which again, that door again is probably halfway open also. Um, but uh, we're already working on that. So mm -hmm. I've already had um, conversations uh, with uh, some churches who uh, have specialties in those areas, trying to find out like what would they want, you know, getting them invited, um, getting them thinking about what they can speak about. 
Um, and so they're very excited and we're really excited. So here's what you need to do. You need to go talk to those people like now, don't wait <laughs> and say, Hey, the rock conference is coming up and, the, and cool news. Like they're, they're going to have some tracks for, for, you know, your area of, of ministry. And so there'll be content for them, but there'll also be space for them to collaborate. And so, you know, one of the other things that they're going to get, not just content, but they're going to be able to hang out with their mm-hmm. peers at all these other, you know, you know, great innovative churches, and they'll be able to network and share best practices and ideas. So we don't want to program that whole time. We want to let them have some time to themselves to say, to, to talk about what they think they want to talk about, because we don't want it to simply just be rock either. Mm-hmm. You know, there'll be a healthy portion of that, how to use rock in each of those cases. But we want it to be like, hey, what, what outside of rock in your space do you want to talk about? I really feel like some of these areas don't really have established conferences that they go to to network with their peers. In a lot of ways, the rock community is specialized in that. And mm-hmm. we take it for granted that we have these types of peer networks and relationships, but not everybody does. So let's give them space. I also think it gives them a, it's a good to have them at the conference. It helps round out because, yep. because rock's not just one thing. It's a, it's a large platform that's, that has a lot of different features and capabilities. And we want to give them space for that. And John, I don't think you can understate that point about having a network among of your peers. Now we've been through it in a couple different ways, like the church IT network, and now um, you know Rock administration and networking. We understand the power of that because we've had it on our belt for fifteen years. But that ministry doesn't yet know how, what comes of that. Mm-hmm. So that community that they could build at Rock of their peers is so powerful, they just won't know it until they experience it. Yeah. And that's where your job comes in. They will not necessarily know about it or realize the value that they might get from that experience. Um, And that's where you, having experienced the Rock Conference in the community, can be the one facilitating that invitation and helping them come to that first experience and really start to see in person what it's all about. Because you're right, Nick, it isn't the same remotely as it would be to have that built community in person over time. And already with some of these conversations that we've had, there's a lot of excitement. But also what came out of it, which I wasn't expecting, although I probably should have, is it's actually ignited some ideas for features within within Rock. Um, for instance, um, talking with some of the generosity leaderships, they're like, oh, you know what, we'd be great. I'd love to talk about some of these reports that we have and you know that we do in our uh, dashboarding tools. And, and, and their idea was like, hey, it'd be great to get that into core. And looking at those reports, it was like, whoa, mm-hmm. those are really good ideas. Not easy, but we are doing it. Like we already started working on providing three of the reports so that then they have content to share. Not only are they sharing the best practice, but it's actually going to be in, in their core version so they can just update and get it. So it's pretty exciting how all that works in like a nice, um, you know, circle of life type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, never looking for more things to do, but when it, when it's that good of an idea, you know, it's, it's great. So again, what is your task? Go talk to um, those three parties, which again is generosity and finance, communications, and in, uh, engagement and discipleship. Talk to them now, especially because there's a discount to get before mm-hmm. September. Spend next year's money today with this year's budget if you've got a little extra. That's good budgeting. Um, but do it now. At least plant the seed and say, hey, book, book this these dates. I think you should be there. And I think mm-hmm. it was going to be peers. Cast the vision. Do it now because we really want to get to 1,000, not just because it's a good 
you know, four digit number, but because we want the impact of rock, um, to grow. And that means including more, um, types of ministries into what we do. Um, so definitely we are very excited about it and we'll all be celebrating rock's birthday, which the 10th birthday comes around once. All right. That's really exciting about the conference. What else have we been thinking and working on around here, John? Well, I think coming out of the conference, it's a good time to, to reflect on, you know, what's going well and what challenges do we have looking into the future. And as we just talked about, um, you know, rock has so much impact to so many different types of ministries. And in fact, if I go back in a time machine, there's no way, I don't think any of us would have thought that we would have this kind of capabilities mm -hmm. and this kind of, um, you know, feature sets naive me thought uh, at one point, gosh, someday, like in 10 years, like we're just about to celebrate <laughs> our 10th, right? If we had enough funding to, to support three people, what else would we ever need? Like that would be just be like perfect, you know? And now look, flash forward ahead. And it's like the team's like, you know, 10 X that not all working on core, but all having a hand in, in parts of core. Um, we have, you know, all these churches very influential and doing amazing things and it's just it's it's like mind-blowing mm -hmm. and then if you think about the capabilities of rock again i never would have thought uh, you know back then it was all church management um we purposely didn't call it that because we had a different vision about people and not not about not about um organizations not about entities but about people so we didn't call it that but it was like checking, giving groups <laughs> reports and you're done kind of, you know, oh, maybe a few other little things, but for the most part, that was it. But who would have imagined the needs and the capabilities, um, especially around digital ministry, driving mm -hmm. websites, driving mobile apps, driving TV apps. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And I think one of the things that if we look at one of the, one of the biggest um, struggles that we have is how do we keep feeding the beast? It's a great beast. It's a powerful beast. It's a beast that helps each and every one of us do our, our ministry mm -hmm. and to win people to Christ. But it's gotten very big. <laughs> and it has a lot of value. We keep hearing that over and over and over again. At the conference, I heard it a million times. Like, we couldn't do what we do without this. Like, And I know that's such a, like a, it's a rewarding thing to hear, right? But if I'm honest, I hear two messages there. Like, hey, thanks for doing this. Like, that's, the, that's what goes to the heart. But there's another message that goes to the head, which is not intentional, but is, is equally true. Like, don't mess us up. <laughs> That's kind of what I hear, too, because like we're relying on this. Like, we can't mess up. But as the beast grows and grows and grows, that value costs money. Um, and so it, it costs money not just to develop, which I think is a cost that we can all relate to. Oh, it costs money to develop this. Yes, yes, it does. But it also costs a ton of money just to support it, mm -hmm. to keep all the feature sets going. Um, micro features are very expensive because they can tend to lead to um, issues. You know, you change something over here, something over there changes. The only software that never breaks is software that never changes. Um, and even if the underlying operating system, anything in your environment changes, it changes along with it. And so to, when you have change, it just costs a lot of money. And so as that value increases, so does the cost we need to, to just as a community, you know, look at that. And, and it's time for us to, to raise the, um, you know, average weekend attendee amount, um, exclusively just to help pay for the value that's been added that we needed to support. Mm -hmm. And so today, of course, I think everybody knows it's $3. 
And we've had a lot of conversations, some even at the conference, just trying to get some input on like what we think we should do with this. And uh, we feel like where we need to be is $4.10 per average weekend attendee. So if you have 1,000 people, it's uh, $4,100 a year. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's just to help us keep keep doing what we're doing, keep paying for what we've already developed. Um, I mean, it's it's crazy when you think we're actually developing two products right now. Like there's the, you know, original rock and then there's the next gen rock. And that's not even including that. Like somehow God makes this workable, but we're just talking about even just to support what we're doing today um, is, is in the 410 uh, area. Now, I, what I think is unique and special and that we have to keep going back to because this is very unique. There's nothing else like this, especially in the church community, is every other business in the world, you know, look at Apple. They just released a whole bunch of new iPhones and and watches and stuff. They create so that they can make money, right? They create a new phone, they create a new product so that they can make money. This is very different. Like we raise money so that we can create. So the, it's a it's a 180. Mm-hmm. And I think we we take that for granted um, because we don't reflect on it. I would even say, you know, even within our community, you know, we should be evaluating all of um, the people who work with Rock in those in those ways because it's not that you have to be a nonprofit to do that, right? It's it it if you're a nonprofit, it almost becomes that because there's no way to make money. That's that's what a nonprofit is. But a for profit could actually be in those norms too but you have to judge by the fruit and that's what the bible would tell us like judge by what comes up judge a tree by its fruit so those who give away a lot of things you can see oh well it's not necessarily about the money don't we you can't use words because mm-hmm. words are cheap but you have to look at the fruits that come out is there a lot of stuff coming out for free does, does this organization appear to be um creating so that they can make money or do they make money so that they can create and i think we should we should push all of our evaluations through that mindset both in 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 our rock space but also outside of rock space too in our in our personal lives in our in our uh, non-rock related ministry lives because i think that's in god's economy that's what matters but it very much speaks loudly for spark like we raise money so that we can create. And that's so different than, than Apple who's creating so that they can make money. Um, and so I think there's something unique here uh, w- within the community. And, you know, we just want to be able to continue doing this at a, at a quality level mm-hmm. that, you know, the churches expect. Yeah, that's an incredible distinction, John, about why we create. And, and that's why the community is so important to all of this. We all have our roles in coming together. And the things that are created are the things that churches need. They're not things in a black box that no one can use. So it's just a really incredible dynamic. And and having the funding and support for that is um, is just so important. And what an incredible community that's come to, alongside us at our current donation rate and really stepped up and joined us in that. And we just know that the value that they continue to provide, the way they recognize what's being done in Rock is just so, um, so important and we appreciate them very much. Yeah. And then looking through some of the numbers, even as we make this decision, cause it wasn't a number that was just drawn out of the air, like looking through some of the numbers, you know, there's been a few churches recently, kind of smaller churches, I would say 
compared to our, our, our size in our community. And I would look at their, um, you know, commitment level mm-hmm. and I'd be like, what is this? Like this number is huge. And, you know, I'd go back, get the backstory. Oh, well, you know, that's what they're paying for their last product. So they, they just decided, well, like, why would they pay less? Cause this does better. This is so much more powerful. So they decide, well, like, well, we could at least pay what we used to pay. And I was like, that is so cool. Cause mm-hmm. like, and I think it's important that we that we remind ourselves that this number that we give three dollars or now it's going to four ten in in twenty twenty four, that's like the baseline. Mm-hmm. Like we shouldn't always just think of the baseline and say, okay, well that's what I'm going to do. Like sometimes that's all we can do. I, I understand that, but don't use that as like, okay, well that's the number. That's just the baseline. And I it's so encouraging to see you know even some of these smaller churches who could probably use the money. I mean, we could all like, right? We could all like talk ourselves and there's other things we could do. But like, no, we get it. Like, this 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 value costs money, and we mm-hmm. want we want to have more value. So here's a little bit more money because we are already paying for it in the other system. Mm-hmm. Um, so just don't think of the four ten as the number; it's the bottom number. And again, again, that sometimes that's all you can do. We understand that, but if if there's the ability to do more, we will be able to. Then do we more. can do more. Yeah. That's right. So, John, when does this take effect? Well, this takes effect in January. And I'm sure there's like a million questions and, you know, because I get it, like there's different fiscal periods and there's different situations. The blog post that we we put out, you know, on the same day that this ships has a lot of FAQs in there. And so we have a little statement at the top. We're trying to keep it really concise because um, we know you're busy and and honestly, none of us read. Um, <laughs> we skim. Uh, and so we made it very skimmable. Um, but at the bottom, there's a lot of, you know, FAQs. Mm-hmm. And I think the message that we want to give out first and foremost is like, no church will be left behind. Yes. Like our first core value is always accessibility. Mm-hmm. We want this technology to be accessible by every church on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do feel like uh, this donation model and, you know, get early access. Like we feel like this isn't this, this does meet the need of, of accessibility because if there's no money, the accessibility of nothing is still not very good. Right. So, um, but no church will be left behind. If you have a special situation, there's instructions on what to do there. Mm -hmm. We will work with you. Um, We understand fiscal budgets. Um, We're trying to get this out for all those who have the budget at the end of the year. Um, We've been working like crazy. It might seem easy to like put this out, but we're, you know, we have to run this past multiple people on the board. We have to get a communication plan in place. We have a ton of technology issues to change behind the scenes. Yeah. so there's a lot of different things. Um, and we talk a little bit about like future, like where we kind of see future going. So you can start, you know, planning for that. We can't read the future. So it's a little hard to to, to talk about these things. Again, if you asked me to read the future, like a couple years to 10 years ago, I would have gotten it totally wrong. <laughs> like God had a different plan, uh, which shows you who's in charge. Um, so we we're trying to do our best though. Great. So for any questions, refer to the blog post for the FAQs. Start there, and there will be a link in the podcast show notes for that. And then if that doesn't answer your questions, please feel free to reach out to us, and we will um, work with you in your individual situation. Yeah, and just know, no church will be left behind. That's right. Great. Well, we are so grateful to this community and really appreciate the time where we can share what's happening here um, with Rock at Spark Development Network. Thank you so much for tuning in and be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you can stay in the loop going forward.
This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock Partner Missional Marketing, an SEO and advertising services provider. Connect with Missional Marketing today at rockrms.com slash partners.